It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Good morning and welcome to a brand new day. It is a pleasure to have you back with us here for another edition, brand new edition of KSL Outdoors Radio. As we get ready for a beautiful weekend, boy, the uh, forecast for today and tomorrow, if you're talking Saturday and Sunday, going to be in the mid to upper 80s. And then we drop right back to 70 degrees by Thursday, I think, or Wednesday of uh, the coming week with about a 20% chance of shower. So whatever your weekend plans are, uh, just know they're going to be beautiful. And uh, I would suggest maybe you drive up the uh, canyon to go enjoy October faster. Who knows? Maybe you got a football game to go to today like this guy. <laughs> Navadowskis is on with us today. I think you and I could probably just talk football for a couple of hours, couldn't we? You know, everybody wants to do that because, you know, everybody's a, an authority. They're an armchair quarterback. But, yeah, for sure, our store, our show would just blend in with the rest, but it would be a whole lot of fun to do. Yeah, I think temperatures, uh, you kick off uh, for Saturday today uh, as you're listening to this program. We're recording on Thursday, by the way. Uh, the uh, kickoff at noon against Weber State. So we've got uh, two in-state teams that will have their fans there. I don't know what to expect as far as crowd goes. I would hope it would be full, but I kind of have my doubts. Well, it'll be it'll be as full as any Weber State game. And, and the last two Weber State games, they, they were surprised at how many came out. So I expect the same. I think the appetite for the youths is particularly high right now. Yeah. Would you start Cam rising or no? No. Absolutely not. Um, I I think this is a showcase for Johnson. This is like you're the starter. You're the guy. Play your best. And he needs these reps, and he needs to be the starter. And that that sets us up just fine. Cam has nothing to gain from this extra game. If he's moving around in practice and dodging our defense, he's ready to go, but we don't need to put him out there yet. Let Johnson have this. You know, this would be really good for him. Yeah, so going to be fun. Anyway, if you're a Weber fan, if you're a Ute fan, that one's going to kick off on the hill. Of course, uh, BYU on the road to take on Arkansas. This is going to be the first big test for uh, the Cougs coming into this uh, season. So we'll have all the coverage for you today, starting at noon with Cougar Sports Saturday, and then it will end up being a extended pregame as we take you up to uh, kickoff later in the afternoon uh, with the Razorbacks and the Cougs here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. All right, you're up at camp today. What's going on up there? Anything? I'm, I'm going to guess it's a beautiful day. It's epic. It's epic. I'm looking at a dove just, just standing there on the grass doing something. I don't know, but enjoying himself, looks like. And the leaves are actually on the tips of them. There's spots of color now. But the temperatures are really nice, and this is epic. And it's going to pretty much be what I talk about when we get the fish bites, but not a better place to be. And, you know, I've ne- fall is now my favorite season. It used to be summer because I was out of school. Yeah. But now I'm always out of school. And now I think this te- <laughs> the temperatures of this time of year is better than summer. So I think fall's my new favorite season. Yeah, it's always been a favorite on my list. I can tell you that. You're already plotting your uh, travel plans for the end of a ski season. We haven't even got to the ski season yet, and you're looking at uh, how you're going to finish the season in 2024. You know, it's a good thing you state there, Tim, because people ask me, why do you do it? How do you do it? Look, if it ain't on the calendar, it ain't happening. And the way to do it is to be way out ahead of it. 
you know, I I buy my away hotels a season before, so I had that Florida ticket almost a year and a half before we even got there. Yeah, and that's just kind of how you have to do it. The flights are cheap right now to Europe, and I wanted to get some skiing in in uh, France and Switzerland this winter. There's still a chance we'll tag along with you, depending on the dates. We'll have to wait and see how it works out with the other things on my calendar, but. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. And when Becky and I actually went and skied Chamonix, which you have yet to do, uh, we went the end of February, and they said they had some of the best weather they'd had in a couple of months. So we hit it just right the time we went. Well, we went to Chamonix, uh, was it two years ago, last year? You didn't, ski, ago. you didn't ski it, though, right? No, no, we were there hiking. We were there in the in summer. But such a amazing city. I love that little village. It's as good as it gets. Um, so... I could go there any time of year, but I've yet to ski it, and we're going to do that. And the upside is we can then take a, a short flight to the Mediterranean and do some cycling. So if you don't make the skiing part of our leg there, Tim, you should definitely at least allow Becky to join us, and we'll be cycling. <laughs> I don't know. I think in Crete, Morocco, um, Sardinia. Well, what did you say that airfare was you found to uh, to Gen- uh, Geneva? 558? Well, I don't like want to tell anybody until I buy it, so oh. I get those seats. But at 554. Yeah. Uh, so there are some bargains to be had out there right now, and that uh, may not last because the cost of uh, jet fuel is climbing almost by the hour, unfortunately, which is going to change those prices. All right. Uh, coming up, I, I want to make sure I, I uh, let people know that I posted this on our uh, Facebook page. I've got the Live underwater camera from the Strawberry River because this weekend there's the viewing event that's going to be going on there, you know, where they have the fish traps and they actually strip the eggs from uh, the females as they head up the Strawberry River of these kokanee. And so there's a great viewing opportunity. But if you want to have a chance at a real kick, you you can see those fish right now as they're making their way up the Strawberry River on a a cam that they've set up like they did last year. And we put the link to that on our Facebook page. I'm going to pick your brain a little bit on our news of the week in a few minutes about what exactly is taking place there biologically uh, as we get a chance to watch nature. I wrote a little article about it that uh, is on KSL.com or KSLnewsradio.com if people want to look it up. We're also going to be talking about um, poaching today. These numbers, and you mentioned, Navi, that you saw it on the news. I got the um, email from the Division of Wildlife Resources about 173 wildlife illegally killed since August 1st. That's crazy in the state of Utah. It's just awful. It's criminal. And I don't understand the mindset behind, you know, these people don't need to do that. They're not starving. This isn't a horrible famine. It makes zero sense, but I will like to chat about it at some point about the mindset behind poaching. Yeah. So we'll uh, talk more about uh, what's happening up there at Strawberry coming up in our uh, news of the week, which is a few minutes away. There's a couple of other events I wanted to bring to your attention as well. Chad Betridge will join us, though, to uh, talk about the uh, poaching that's been going on. A hundred of those 173 were fish. And, you know, people complete insanity all they want about not being informed about uh, where they're fishing or where they're hunting or what's in season or out of season. But you do have to be aware before you get out there and do it because there are consequences on the back end. And uh, Chad will join us to talk about it. You mentioned the changing of the leaves. Uh, That'll be one of the focuses when we check in with uh, Mark and Bob this morning. We do a little road trip and it's been fun every year that they've been on with us. They have uh, shared some of their favorite drives 
to uh, enjoy the colors, and there's uh, plenty that are close to home here, obviously, so we'll look forward to that. And then both of them have just returned from some road trips close to home, That uh, and I think Bob actually went on a little extended trip outside of the boundaries uh, of uh, Utah, and so he'll share that story with us. I'm trying to figure out what it was that was coming up also uh, this morning. I'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, stay with us. We'll have uh, that News of the Week segment coming up here in just a minute. But in the meantime, make sure you go to our uh, Facebook page, which is just KSL Outdoors Radio. Make sure you put radio on the end of that to find us. We'll come back with the News of the Week next. Tell you what's going on with that kokanee spot. to KSL Outdoors Radio. I don't know. I was just in the mood to play a little Jimmy Buffett today since it's the first time we've been together since his passing. And it's actually the kind of way I, in my mind, picture Navidomskis uh, sitting up there <laughs> in a little lounge chair with a parrot on his shoulder <laughs> and a guitar in his hand. Uh, just me and Navi this morning. Russ is off for the day. You know what I forgot to mention uh, was that we'll obviously check in with the sponsor of this program, Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge and Tracks Power Sports. We haven't mentioned this because we haven't uh, been on the air since we paid our visit to his cabin, his uh, big cabin called Moose Lodge up there uh, in the Uintas. What a beautiful spot. My goodness. Oh, that cabin's just epic. I love the size of those logs. Uh, they, they're not from Utah. They got to be hauled in from like, I don't know, Northern California. There's cedar. It was just beautiful. It was a mansion. Yeah, it was a mansion. I don't remember how many bedrooms. I'm trying to see one there, uh, two up there. That's three, four, five, five or six bedrooms. Just amazing. And a home theater room downstairs and obviously uh, nothing but uh, beautiful uh, forest land right up behind you and all around you. That cabin, by the way, is up for sale. Roger will probably probably appreciate me trying to help him sell it. Uh, but you know, you got to mention the line of uh, bunk beds. There's a whole line. Oh, of them. Mike, that was one of the most spectacular things. There's a vault. <laughs> there's a vaulted ceiling in there. This thing is massive, but there's a vaulted ceiling in there, and there are six bunk beds that are built into the wall upstairs with a carpeted slide coming down from the top and a play area up in there. I almost wanted to sleep in the bunks. <laughs> anyway, uh, great fun. All right, let's talk about this event that's coming up Saturday at uh, up there at uh, Strawberry, where the Strawberry River uh, comes, and they've got a nice little trap area where they will trap the – and the biologists are going to be there Saturday, by the way, as you listen to this program this morning – they're going to be uh, explaining exactly what's going on, and they're going to be stripping the eggs from these females as they head up the Strawberry River so that they can take them to the hatchery and then do some planting of kokanee, which Navi's become a big deal around the state. Um, they, they, It seems like every year add one or two reservoirs or lakes uh, that will have kokanee because it's become such a thing. Well, it's, it's not uh, in detriment of the fishery. You see, you put that much biomass in the water, and... And those those fish, they're Ancorhynchus nurka. They don't eat regular food. I mean, they they feed in a water column and they eat krill, which is uh, microscopic plankton and, and shrimps. Sort of. That's why their color is so beautiful. That color, uh, people say it's red. In Alaska, these fish are called reds. Uh, they're actually sockeyes. 
Um, but that color is salmon, and they get that from eating the krill, but it, it becomes pronounced in their casing, in their skin, when they're in the rut. And the males particularly get bright. Males are the brightest, females. And then that beak, that type, they call it, which is the mouth, it morphs into an amazing shape. It's a phenomenon. And, you know, you say, come on, kids, get in the car. We're going to go for a drive. Oh, Dad. Yeah, so we're going to go look at leaves. So like, oh, Dad. But you say, hey, we're going to come up and watch some fish. They're like, oh, okay. And they look at it. They're like excited. When you see those babies come up the river, they just, they come up in, in like, um, um, how would it be, an echelon or peloton, which is French yeah. for how cyclists yeah. move. One, one takes the lead and they all get behind it and they make like a V. It's just like geese and, you know, they're, fighting against the elements and they're protecting their calorie stores and hope to make it. And it's, it's just an epic phenomenon that happens every four years. Don't think that they're not going to happen next year. Next year, there's a whole nother generation. So we have four generations in the lake and every four year, one of them, one of the generations go up and they do their thing and then they die. Yeah. But the best part about it is all that biomass goes back into the river, which becomes forage for the other species. So it's advantageous to have um, what they call kokanee, which is basically a landlocked sockeye, in our rivers because they're great angling, they're delicious, and they don't carry any mercury, but mostly because they do die, and those carcasses and eggs find their way back into the lake, providing wonderful protein calories for our other fishery. That event today is happening from 9 in, uh, this morning to 3 in the afternoon right there at the Forest Service Visitor Center, which is located along U.S. Highway 40, about 20 miles southeast of uh, Heber City. You can't miss it. It's on the right-hand side if you're making your turn toward the marina there. And they've got another viewing event that's coming up in um, Fish Lake at, uh, let's see, September 30th from 8 until noon, and that'll be happening on the boardwalk right near the Fish Lake Lodge. So if that's a little more convenient for you, you can do that. Should remind everybody, though, that uh, during this period of time, you cannot, it is illegal to keep uh, and catch and keep any um, kokanee salmon. And there's going to be consequences if you do. So hopefully everybody remembers that if you're going to be out uh, doing any fishing right now. I guess if you happen to hook into one, you just turn it loose, right? Well, you don't want to fish in the mouths right now. You want to allow those people to have their time together. I said people, but I meant fish. Um, But I just want to tell you that they're beautiful to watch. This is nature in the process. If you have polarized lenses, these are sunglasses with a polarized filter on them, it's hugely helpful in seeing these guys. Now, they come up a crimson, a real deep what is salmon color. So you'll be able to see them without polarized but if you can then you can also see the female like it's interesting you see this red colored male coming up struggling with the current and then you put on your polarized and you see that there's actually a female right there with him she's just not as vibrant in color yeah i'm watching it right now and uh, don't even have my polarized glasses on matter, matter of fact very white for me i'm beak to beak with one that's making his way there are lots of them in the river right now so their viewing opportunity uh as our interviews air on saturday are going to be perfect uh, but boy they're beautiful green head and uh, that salmon colored body with and you mentioned the jaw but that hump on the back of the males also is something that's very pronounced through this whole process all right got a break when we come back right after a news update 
I'm going to be checking in uh, for the first of two segments. Well, you know what? I was going to say we'll check in with Bob and Mark, but let's do that next hour. I'll get uh, Roger Eggett on from Bear River Lodge and Tracks Power Sports. We'll talk about what's happening up there as he starts to get ready for the winter months and get the snowmobiles out. So stay with us.